I find chopping wood extremely cathartic and it's just, it's such a good release. Like it's such a good stress reliever. I mean, sometimes it can be very stressful because you get a piece of wood that just won't split or has like a huge knot down the middle. Like eventually you can kind of develop this sense of like almost like reading the wood. Like, you know how it's going to split. You can feel when the ax hits, you're like, okay, just two more, just two more swings and, and I got this. From outside, this is The Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, a lumberjack finds the role model she was looking for in herself. After this. My name is Nicole Conan. I live in British Columbia, Canada. And what I do, I mean, <laughs> I, I guess I'm the, the lesbian lumberjack of the internet. I'm also a filmmaker and work a lot in environmental nonprofits. I very much am an introvert. I live in the middle of nowhere, kind of for a reason. <laughs> I grew up in the suburbs in Ontario in a very conservative community and really struggled with presenting even as a tomboy. I always actually tried to make myself seem weaker than I was and I wanted to be stronger but I didn't think that that was really allowed. I went to film school and I really loved talking about queer representation and more diverse representation because Growing up, I didn't really have a lot of friends and I was also really trying to figure out, as we all are, like trying to figure out who I was. And when I would watch TV or watch movies, I didn't really see myself represented very often, if ever. And sometimes even queer sort of traits would be seen as villainesque or in, in negative ways. So I think like I gravitated towards filmmaking or storytelling in media as a way to kind of sprinkle a little bit more representation in there. In August 2020, my partner and I at the time impulsively decided we need to get out. We need to move to the mountains. And I had never been to BC before. But right when we touched down, I felt like I was home. I felt like this is a place that I've been dreaming about. And I felt like in that landscape and in the nature out here, I could express myself a lot more. I eventually, I got connected with this little group of wood choppers. They're called the Greenwood Angels. The group itself was mainly comprised of older men and my friend Sarah. So basically a group of older men and two lesbians. <laughs> when I first started chopping wood, they should not have given me an axe. Like my aim was so bad and it was just flailing all over the place. But there was something so cathartic about chopping wood so that you could warm yourself up for the winter. And this group would sustainably harvest trees and then we'd bucket up into firewood We'd sell that firewood and then donate the profits to a community initiative. Not only did it feel good to be outside and be active and bond with the community, but it was doing good as well. So January 2023, I think it was just a random Thursday. And I remember I was kind of in not a very good headspace. I was pretty isolated from friends. And um, so I was I was on my bed. Uh, my dog was beside me and I was scrolling through TikTok and came across um, a very iconic woodchopper named Thorne Bradley. I, I'm sure a lot of folks know of him. And he, you know, was splitting around and I'm like, 
hey, I could, I could do that. Like I split around like that just this morning. <laughs> and so one of the ways that I get out of a kind of sad state is either go outside or get creative. And so I kind of did both. I went outside and made a spoof of okay, Thorin. It was a very impulsive, like, I just, it just, I just sprung out of bed and I was like, I'm going to go outside and film this like cheesy parody video. And I had a black tank top on. And just, you know, aggressively chopped this little round. I say little now because I've definitely chopped bigger ones, but uh, that's all I had at the time. And posted that. And the reaction was kind of hilarious. Like people, people seemed to really like it. And a lot of people um, asked if I could do it again. And so I did. And did it again and again. And eventually I kind of became the cliche that I was spoofing, but it was great because I was having so much fun with it. And then I started to also put my own spin on it and had a lot of fun with it, presenting a little bit more in the masculine queer representation. So that was really empowering in a lot of ways. And the comments, um, especially like around women empowerment and queer representation amplified it even more. And that's just been, yeah, people, the people have been amazing. Like I... I was always terrified to, to post on, um, online because, you know, because sometimes people, people can be mean. And I will, I do uh, d absolutely get a lot of mansplaining comments, but it's also great because every time I do get one of those comments, I get like 10 more supportive comments. I've actually gotten some comments from, from moms saying that their daughters came across my TikTok, showed them to them and said that they wanted to be strong like me. And that just like hit me so hard because it's funny, this this person that I am on online is exactly what I wanted when I was growing up. I I wish I had representation for a strong, queer, outdoorsy woman, and that just did not exist. Although I will say, like, my content is not really geared towards kids. I think my younger self would be would be really stoked and really proud. So that makes me really happy. Nicole Conan is a videographer, dog mom, and the lesbian lumberjack of the internet. Through her videos, Nicole celebrates LGBTQ identity and discusses mental health. She lives on the move in mountain and coastal towns across British Columbia. You can find her at Nicole underscore Conan on TikTok and Instagram. That's at Nicole underscore C-O-E-N-E-N. -E -E this story was produced by me, Cat Jaffe. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash daily rally where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Cat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus members who make this show possible. If you're not already a member, you can join us at outsideonline.com slash pod plus. Thank you for listening. <laughs>